Susie Meister here, episode 564. How are Sarah you, Sarah? Sarah Rice over here. How is Sarah Rice? I am so good. <laughs> are you? Yeah. I'm just chill, man. You know what the best is? You know how they say no news is good news? Yeah. That is accurate. I agree. For me right mm-hmm. now. Yes, and just peace. as I said that out loud, I got this little... Could be the coffee. Uh, got this little like wave of anxiety of like oh, something bad's gonna happen. No, Nothing. everything's fucking fine. Yeah, We're chill. Bad. Yeah, and I'm telling you, ever since I uh, had some practice in um, when I went backpacking and did some fire making skills, my fear of fire has gone away. Yeah, and I think that has helped in in ways that I didn't know were. Like, I don't leave the house and think, something going to burn down? I'm like, no, because that shit's really hard to do. Did I ever tell you about the time my brother's house burnt down? (laughs) No, but now you can tell me. It's actually better that you didn't before, because before I would have been triggered by that, and I would have been very terrified. So now we're fine with it, because I have an understanding of of, of, uh, pyrotechnics. Whatever you call starting fires. Yes, his house did burn to the ground. What? How? It was just electrical wiring stuff. Oh, I hate when that's the answer. But they didn't have um, renter's insurance, so they oh. lost everything. That was bad. That's Dahlia. That was her when she was a oh, kid. Oh, gosh. Yeah. That's really hard. Yeah, man. But you don't often hear that where, you know, it really does happen yeah. sometimes. It's very rare. You know, I think that growing up in California, I did hear that a lot, though. Oh, from what? Just like... Oh, the fires. Fires. Yeah, right. right yeah. Right, 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 right. And like just a lot of... Eva- like we have friends who lived in Topanga Canyon, and a lot of times things would, you know, like just the evacuations and the times that they had to rebuild stuff after there was fires and... Oh, God, don't live there. I'm glad you don't have that phobia anymore, though. Yeah, like, it really, that's gone. So that helps a lot. And ha- and just, like, mood regulation. What? And I've been just, like, you know, not freaking out about that. Helps regulate my mood. Yeah. Been spending a lot of time taking care of my plants. <gasps> oh, excellent news. This Monstera leaf that I... Oh, mm. It's so big and huge. The ones that I think I told you I asked the neighbors... Who were moving out? If I could have the clipping of you it, you did not tell me that. Oh, this happened months ago. Like I had watched this this plant slowly start to die outdoors, and it no, it clearly had not been taken care of. And they, the people were moving, and somebody was was taking out all of the plants. And I stopped him. I said, "Hey, is any is is anybody going to take this? Like, do you mind if I just like take a piece of it?" And I took one of the leaves that could grow roots. But for about two or three months, I kept getting root rot Ugh. on all the new roots that grew. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like it was cursed. And I was just like, this is not, it's so huge. This thing is the size of like an elephant ear. It's humongous. I could hide under it and you wouldn't see me. And then finally, uh, I, I, just changed up a little bit of what I was doing and put it in those like clay little balls. I don't know what they're called, but you know those kind of things. Mm-hmm. That you, you put and just put that in a dark uh, or you near know, like a uh, opaque container and let it go for just like 
some months, and I went back to check on it. Amazing, Chip beautiful, shape. healthy roots, and she's ready to be planted in dirt, and it feels like Christmas, and I, I almost cried when I was like, oh, she's alive! <laughs> That's so, great. So I'm in a very good mood because of that. Wow. Because my plants are thriving. I'm thriving. I'm just How watching a load of deer run across <gasps> my driveway. Stop it! it. <laughs> it's true. That's gorgeous. We're like Snow White, the both of us. I know. That's what I was just thinking. I'm like, stop it! Look at us what? talk about nature, and then nature's <laughs> like, let me give you a little parade. Okay. So, well, what? how are you? You didn't answer that question. You didn't ask. Besides watching deer. No, I did. But you were talking. Oh, we were talking about deer. I didn't. Oh I didn't. my gosh! I'm good. All is well. I am trying to embrace the seasonal changes that we were talking about last time. Um, Is there some resistance to it? Well, I love fall, just like every basic bitch. But, you know, it's like a harbinger of, like, what's coming. Mm, What's coming. And what's coming is, you know, Arctic blast and um, a lot of grayness. boots. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm trying to appreciate each season for what it can offer. (sighs) You know what I haven't seen come out yet? Make its appearance. What? They make its your turtlenecks. They have made some appearances. Oh, I have not I have not yet seen witnessed the turtlenecks. Yeah. So I uh, it's turtleneck season. It almost. is. <laughs> Are you excited about that? Yeah, everyone says sweater weather and then I just think turtleneck time. Yeah. It's turtleneck, turtleneck time. time. Oh my god, that's funny. Like, is there I some people that don't like turtlenecks though? Yeah, me. And what is the reason? It's too constricting? Yeah, like the if it's the tight fold over one. <laughs> yeah. I can have a mock one that's shorter because it doesn't feel like it's high. Well, but, but what if you lived in a really cold climate still? I would go scarf over. I don't know. <laughs> we would scarf. have to try. And also like this is one therapist. of those things where I'm judging I'm yeah, right. Where I'm <laughs> judging it based off of I'm pulling out the old file that I have for this that I think is based on my experience when I was younger, you know, when you're like, no, I hate onions. And then you try and you're like, wait a second, I think I like onions. Yeah. And so uh, this is an old file or old tape or whatever yeah. expression you want to use that I'm using for sure. Um, because well, that just sounds like something I would say when I was a little kid and uncomfortable. And I think I just said that when I was little, decided I didn't like them, and then never really tried on a turtleneck again. I bet I, maybe I would love one. You might. And like, I'm doing that thing where I talk myself out of know, whatever I don't like. <laughs> you know when women age and then they hate their neck? That's like the thing. Don't give me a thing that I need to hate. Well, it's like a famous thing. Nora Ephron wrote a book. This. I think it was called I Hate My Neck. Um, my ne- I'm going to hate my neck. And now everybody has tech neck, you know, from looking oh, down fuck. at their phone and then they get wrinkles. People are getting Botox in their neck now because of all the... yeah. So I'm giving you another thing to worry about. But I'm just saying maybe when you're older, you'll appreciate not give a fuck about. what turtlenecks yeah. can offer. They, they yes. can Well, I remember the moment when I was like, oh, those teeny tiny skinny spaghetti straps might be a thing of the past. Like they, when? There was, when did you? It, well, okay. It was when I was briefly pregnant. And yeah. I was trying to find a dress and I think my body was just kind of going through some changes and I definitely noticed like hormones did weird things to my body and like they do to all bodies. And I, I was trying on dresses and I like lifted up my arm and I, I just felt like this is a, this ratio doesn't work of skin, exposed skin to strap. Yeah. Like it felt like I had 
crossed over some, I don't know what it is, because I know there's nothing that, it, it was almost like what I felt comfortable exposing, yeah. which is, you know, not even how it looked. It was just like, oh, I'm naked. Boy, you look really like a middle ground. You're like the little, what's that lady's name? Little Red Riding Hood? Who's that lady? Yeah. That, Goldilocks. Uh, oh, oh, Goldilocks. Who yeah. really likes just, just right. Like you don't want a turtleneck, oh. but you don't want a spaghetti strap. Oh my God, <laughs> this is so true. This is very true. And I realized that, well, because, okay, I have, I have, uh, I don't know if these are just habits I've picked up from like, I don't know, sibling or, or like people I around me or learn behavior but there are some things that if you if i take a a um a assessment of like spectrum disorder stuff there are some you things that i come this. up on as 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 being like the same great, symptoms like, yeah, yeah like and sir, I'm sure everybody does a little bit. It's just like anything. It's like I can't. I wouldn't diagnose somebody with depression if you only met three out of like five of the symptoms yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So, but one of them is I'm very particular about how things hit my sleeves and my wrists, and like, oh, I hate a dangly oh, bracelet so more than anything. Like, like you hate a dangly mm. bracelet. Mm. Wow, good to like know. Oh my yeah, gosh, like that. Like this. This I have a bracelet around my wrist. That is, it's just the red string, and you guys are probably like, wow, I see that in all Sarah's pictures. It's the string that was wrapped around the needle on the stick that they did the sacred tattoo that I have. And when we're done with the ceremony, he wraps it around your wrist. He's like, wear it until it falls off. Well, it's like not, it won't, it's, mm-hmm. I, who knows how long it's going to be on here. It's loosened up a bit because that's what string does is, you know, whatever. It, it, I'm, it's. This is maybe a little. Maybe it's a test. Maybe it's a in because you want it all. Say that out loud. You want to get rid of it. It's like a. I have to. It's kind of like if you heard a sound you didn't like, and you know you were in a place where you couldn't make that terrible face. I have to do what do they call it? Masking, masking behavior. I have to do a lot of that, and I realize how much I do that. So, anyways. I'll tell you a bracelet you will not be annoyed by, Sarah, and that is all of them from Ana Luisa. This jewelry company makes really beautiful pieces that I'm obsessed with. I've been doing my Christmas shopping already, and I already got some uh, little studs for a little girl that we know who has her ears pierced. I just love how the pieces are so classic and go with everything, and they look so elegant. But also they have really fair prices. They have jewelry starting at 39 bucks. They have a URL just for our show, which is shop.analuisa.com slash brain candy. Um, that's shop.analuisa.com slash brain candy. I love them. Again, their pieces start at 39 bucks, and they're currently running the biggest sale of the year. You can get 20% off if you go to shop.analuisa.com slash brain candy. And I'll put that up on our website too, in case you forget it. Um, and I'll put some of the pictures of what I got on our Instagram because they're gorgeous. Shop.analuisa.com slash brain candy. You know how you could buy those? I don't even know if they have them anymore, but back in the day you could buy one and it was like the beads on it were colored according to what you were wishing for. And then oh, yeah, it was like yeah. a hem. I remember these. Oh I my God, one. that was, yes, those were fun. I loved yeah. those. They were like friendship bracelets. And, but they were like, pick yes, what you like wish rattan, for. Like 
and, yeah. and you and they read little beads and then they would yeah. fall off. Yeah. Oh, I totally remember. And then sometimes they would just get loose and be like hanging off a little bit. They would just be like braided into it. I had a black one and the, it symbolized fame. This was when I was eighteen because I really oh. wanted to be famous, oh, and it look fell at that. off. As I was filling out the application to go on no. the show. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think I still have it. No. Yeah. I love like, this. See, oh, it's meant to everybody's, be. I was saying, I was having this conversation the other day. Everybody's a little witchy. Everybody's a little witchy. It's fantastic. P.S. Witch, witch talk and witchy stuff was trending on Twitter and on TikTok. So I think everybody's just accepted this as being a fine thing now. Yeah. It's. It's, I, do you think it's some sort of like feminist expression now? Is that what that is? Okay. Yeah. Everybody's a little witchy. Okay. So did you see today? Well, that um, isn't a sticker that makes itself. I know. That's why we're in town. Um, Did you see today the news story about that hiker that was lost for 24 hours? (laughs) Oh, I thought this was an onion story. I didn't even think this was, I'm and I, I I haven't even clicked on anything more than just like enough to read the headline i mean that's it really because right because i just i'm like oh for fuck's sake i i can't even entertain the idea of the the okay say tell the story well just that a hiker was lost for 24 hours like he had gone off the path and couldn't find his way back and this went on overnight and the authorities did a search and rescue and were calling his phone and he didn't answer because it was an unknown number and i feel like this is the most relatable thing in the world because right but you don't it's almost like out of instinct that you would just my what i really want to know what the fuck provider has he got that, where he's getting that good a service out in the middle of the woods? I don't even think he was that far away from civilization. Okay. I don't that really, is what happens. He that just didn't happens. come home. But, I mean, he probably thought it was someone wanting to sell him like a car warranty or whatever the hell those solicitors. Or maybe it's like one of those automated things and you didn't think it was going to be a real person on the other end. Yeah. You know, because I did that the other day and now they trick you. Uh, hi. Hi there. <laughs> it's Julie. You're did my- I catch you at a good time? Do you actually answer these or do you just No, you know what I like mail? to do when they say that? I Well, sometimes I answer because every now... The thing is my mom lives in an international... Oh, like, right. She's international, yeah. so it, it comes up be your weird yeah. all the time. Yeah. And then I have a second number for my therapy stuff. And every now and then phones do weird shit and it like sends it through a different number and comes up as something funky. Mm-hmm. So I just answer because I never know who it's going to be. And uh, But what I do like to do is answer in not the correct answer response that they're looking for for the question that they're giving me. Because then I know if it's a real person or a fake person. Okay. So if she's like, hi, it's Julie. It's always fucking Julie. I don't know why. Listen, next time you hear it, you hear, listen, and her name's going to be Julie. Um, and, uh, it must've been like the most non-confrontational, like, like doesn't make anybody think negatively or positively, just like a Julie, like she's just neutral. Like Julie's fine. Um, (laughs) you can trust Julie. She's going to get right. Uh, and so they'll be like, hi, did I catch you at a good time? And I'll say something like, um, where are you calling me from? No. Oh, my and God. Like, Good. It's nice to hear. From, like, and I'm like, <laughs> stop mm, it. That's not the right answer. You're not a real person. Like, <laughs> this is so dumb. 
Well, because sometimes it. it is a real person. Remember, one time it was a real person, and it was Kaya, who's uh, Kaya. I think that's her name. Yes, who is one of our listeners? <laughs> I think that's her name. That's I'm pretty a, sure. I do because I remember that. that. You know, I did like the Michael Scott thing because it was like Kia. But not like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. the car, but like not, but Kaya. So I'm pretty sure that's it. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, and I would like to remember her name because she was very nice. So every now and then you meet a fan of the podcast on one of those calls. And that was an, uh, one of those unknown numbers or like not unknown, but like random numbers. Yeah. And so I met a friend of the show that way. It is so nice. Yeah. I never thought that I would be one of those people who that would happen to. But it did. We're sweeping the nation. Um, <laughs> no, I okay. mean like talking on the phone and like meeting somebody and having a good like, you know, you answer this yes. where it says like, they answered a random phone call and then they became friends and then, oh. you know, or like, yes, like the Thanksgiving. Kind of thing. the, yeah. Yeah. Like that. Mm-hmm. I was like, I hate talking on the phone. That's not me. Yes, it is, Sarah. <sighs> That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Well, okay, so we love... What did you want to talk about today? (laughs) We love love a good lawsuit. I have one for you. Yes, we do love one. Unless uh, we're participating in it, in which case we hate it. Those are the worst ones. But I'm always embroiled in some sort of legal... Right. Shenanigan. Well, that's what happens when you're a boss ass bitch. I think it's what happens when you've been on reality TV. And so a lot of also the people correct. that you're around are completely dysfunctional, fucked up losers. Also correct. Not naming any names. But he may or may not have a haircut from Night at the Roxbury right now. It's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite thing in the whole world. Okay. Um, my favorite love. What is love? <laughs> Baby, Baby, don't hurt, hurt me. me. I mean, okay, if you're an aging reality star and you think it's time to to experiment with a haircut, just don't do it. Oh, God. Well, we did say in a previous episode that we do love how the new style thing is to just be the bad, your badass self that you wanted to be when you were in junior high. Maybe he really wanted to be Chris Catan or. I think you guys know who we're talking about, and 
And if you don't, this is a real fun blind item. Okay. Some lady is suing Kellogg's because oh. Pop-Tart, her, she likes strawberry Pop-Tarts. Who doesn't? And she is mad because there are more apples and pears in them than strawberries. <laughs> I'm so annoyed. Ah! Why? Okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Here are my, argue, my, my rebuttal, my comebacks. Yeah. To this. Yeah. Does this just, I'm just going to put this question out there, and I think however you answer this, it says if she has a case or not. Okay. Does the name of the item have to feature the ingredient? Its main ingredient because it does in fact have strawberries yes but that is not the featured uh, like number one like if you were listing the ingredients is not it's not because they're not coming first they're not saying it's flower flavored and there's probably more flour than there is correct so so where do we let's play where's the line and also like what other foods I'm trying to think of a good example. Well, like the only thing I can think of because I just made chocolate chip pancakes and that's the only thing I can think of and that doesn't fit at all, well, but I think. But in maybe. the same vein, though, we, we have talked on the show about how people have been suing about when something is called vanilla, but it's using that beaver butthole uh, serum. <laughs> like For she real, they get it from beaver buttholes. Butthole uh, no, you're right. And it tastes like vanilla and they use the it. anal glands. The a- thank you. Anal glands. And so if you say it's vanilla and then there's not vanilla, but this thing that tastes like vanilla that comes from a beaver's a-hole, then people are yeah, suing Yeah, but that's fair. It. These are actual stra- – I have had one of those strawberry. There's strawberry in there. Yeah. Right? There is strawberry in there. So, so if, if the ingredient exists in the product, fair game. You're fine. Like I know – okay, okay. For example, um, I feel like – a good what's coming to mind maybe now so like an something that's in the name or the name of the food the product but it's not the key ingredient like cinnamon anything because cinnamon is just really a seasoning if you were to do it by weight or you were to do it by like how much of that is in anything Mm -hmm. it's the dusting on the outside it's (laughs) not even the actual cinnamon rolls really it's rolls with a little bit of cinnamon so are we suing them Come That's on. a very good example because Thank I you. bet there's That's way more point. vanilla yes. extract in there than there Cor- is cinnamon. Correct. Yeah. So if the item exists in the list of ingredients at all. Okay, but I'll even go that, one fair. further because here's an, a product that doesn't even. I playing these kind of games. <laughs> okay, here's a product that doesn't even have the ingredient that's in the name. Dad grass. There's no grass in it. Mm. But I love it. I'm not going to sue them. I love it. Right. No dads in there. (laughs) Not going to sue them. Have you guys tried your dad grass yet? Suze, I'm fresh out. I got to re-up. Get ordering. I know. Dad I went to a concert. And so I I took it to the concert. You you were a toker. Dad grass is is weed. But it is mild... And not like the, how they've made it now where you, like, get all loopy and lose your mind. This, this is, is, like, chill. Smooth subtleness. 
you like you can go to a meeting afterwards. I mean, don't. She's like hypothetically. You do <laughs> hypothetically. But like, okay. There's nothing. There's none of that in it. Well, and I think people would think this can't be legal where I'm from. Yes, it is. Correct. It is totally legal, organic, smokable hemp. It relaxes your body, mellows your mind. Fit all 50 states, you can get it delivered to you. 100% organic pre-rolled joints, very low in THC, high in CBD, so you can enjoy everything but keep a clear head. What more can you ask it's, for? It's so great. And the packaging, oh, so So cute. Cool. If you go on their website, they have all these novelty ones too where it's like, It'll look like... I'm going there right now. Look at the... Um, I think they're called novelty tins or something, but they're like Band-Aids, but really you keep your weed oh, in there. Oh, I love that kind of stuff. It's really yes. cute. Yep. You I guys are going to love it. And all Dadgrass products are federally legal for ages 21 and over, and it ships right to your door anywhere in the U.S., okay? And <gasps> Oh, I want one of these. They have those rolling machines. Show really it. Want Show me those. it. It's... it's Oh, these okay. are so cool. I don't know why I don't own one of these. I didn't see this them This is the there. coolest shit ever. It's just, you know what's, what's fun to have like, oh, look at that cool beanie. I'm going to get that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, that is, is so funny. Oh, I'm. I'm I'm into it. Okay, okay. Right now, now I'm just shopping. Dadgrass is offering our listeners 20% off your first order when you go to dadgrass.com slash brain candy. Go to dadgrass.com slash brain candy for 20% off your first order. That's dadgrass.com slash brain candy. Look You're at this welcome. hat that says don't trip. <laughs> I fucking cute. love it. It's all like in trippy writing. It's like don't trip, man. Yes, that has so many. This, I, hey, their merch I can't believe I didn't check this out. I know. Okay, now I'm just like Christmas shopping okay. for myself. Let this me get back so to fun. the pop tarts. So let's get back to the to the podcast, which you might Sorry, want folks. after you have a joint. Okay. Yeah. Um. So sometimes with these type of lawsuits, I feel like there's more to the story in terms of like what the motivation is. I um. I'll give you an example. In Ohio, their state motto is. I think it's it, it used to be at least in. In God, all things are possible, which is a Bible verse. Uh-huh. And someone in my PhD program, he was a reverend, and he used to live in Ohio. And he was recruited by, I don't know if it was an organization or a law firm, to be sort of the face of a lawsuit. Oh, yes. Against, I've heard about these. Yeah, against yes. Ohio for that motto being an unfair mix of religion and state and and religion. Isn't there a documentary about lawyers that, uh, like the lawyers Probably. that they use for this? I don't know. Okay, I would love I'm to make watch a note it because I think there is. But continue. Keep talking. Okay, so they chose him and wanted him because he's very liberal. He's social justice warrior type person, and he, um, but he's a reverend. So if a reverend is suing the state, saying like. This Christian slogan shouldn't be on our stuff, governmental stuff, then it maybe holds more weight. Yes, correct. So, whenever I see a lawsuit like this with the Pop Tarts, I feel like it's more than just this lady's mad about her Pop Tarts. I think it's like about labeling oh. and consumer right. that in advocacy. order for them to either even take on this kind of lawsuit and for it to be. Get, like get to the point where it is it represents something else yeah. in the same way that the like hippos being a person yeah. represents like oh now we get to free the elephants and like all yeah. that stuff 
Like it's yeah. not about oh what pop what tarts is behind this. Right. I think it's about consumer advocacy and saying people should know what's in their what they're consuming, which I I like that right. idea. But I to be too. fair, there is strawberries. Right. There that's are the argument. That's yeah. the that's the because what what is so annoying to me is it's in the list of the ingredients. You got yeah. the ingredients. Yeah, so I like, don't really What know. else do you want? If you, and, and I think a lot of this comes down to being an in the same way I don't agree with this. I okay. don't think we should do this. <laughs> in Europe, you're not allowed to advertise yeah. to children under the age of, I think it's seven or yes. eight. And I love that. I think yeah. we should definitely do that. That's not the case here. Right. You can advertise to children mm-hmm. under that age. So I think that um, in a uh, – and so – We'd say to people, well, you have to be a a savvy consumer or you have to, like, make sure that you're educating your kids on how to, um, I don't know, whatever we say. Yeah, like how to If we have that argument for media and Mm -hmm. for – I'm not saying it's the right one. I disagree. But if that holds up there and you're kind of on your own to – you know, um, discern, have some boundaries. Yes. Have discernment. Then I feel like the same should go. If they're providing you the information on the nutrition facts, I was a kid who like my mom said, if you can't pronounce everything in the ingredients, then we won't, we can't buy it. And so it made it. So I learned all how to pronounce. Right. Right. I got really good at pronunciation. (laughs) Um, that I became really knowledge. Like I understand how to read a nutrition label and, um, you know, maybe these lawyers or whoever the organization wants it to not be about how informed you are as a consumer. It should be obvious. I don't know. Yeah. But I do find it funny. And it just feels like they're allowed... Yeah, they get away with what, like, you know, they're tricking us with, like, green packaging and shit. Yes. Making things seem healthy. Yeah, in the U.S. In the U.S. Yeah. 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 Okay. Moving on. Um, Have you ever heard of magnet fishing? No. I had not. Apparently, there's this new... Are fish magnetic? (laughs) No, no. But people are putting magnets in to get stuff that's fallen in that's metal out of the waterways. Of course. This just seems like advanced... um, What the hell do you call that with metal detecting? Oh, good point. Yes. Well, the metal detecting on in the water. But the, <gasps> Can the we difference, look for I Kim's guess. Kim's re- earring that's lost in Bora Bora or wherever it is. <laughs> right. I there, still think people about are that dying, to this day. Kim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. The trouble is, though, like if you were to metal detect on the beach or yeah. something, yeah. I mean, you're you're hoping to find treasure and coins and things, yeah. but in this case, they're Uh-oh. like. You know, mostly what they pull out is like shopping carts and which, you know, okay, that's good that you're getting them out of the waterways, but then they just leave them 
on the beach. <gasps> oh, you know I what don't I mean? like that. No. I feel like we're missing a step. Like there, there are people who will, who I feel like there's someone to collect those things that, who can benefit from that. Yeah, they could, but it's like this, it's not all one person. You right. Know, the there's no infrastructure person. around this. There's no like, like, yeah. like, like the mm. same, the person that loves magnet fishing is not right. the same person who likes to like make $3 off of scrap Correct. metal or right whatever. yeah well like let's get those guys in touch <laughs> we need a meetup app i this. guess so it says um well magnet fishing is growing in the u.s and it's for now legal in most places but like in europe where there's tons of enthusiasts they're looking for like you know treasures from the war like old tiny yeah. stuff like old like swords from a million right. years ago we read we did we talked about a story about a little girl yeah. who pulled up like a sword from the freaking excalibur yeah. times or some shit yeah so they're probably looking for that and then they get a shopping cart and they're like fuck this and then they just toss it oh. aside you know what i mean and there are even like that that uh, this isn't what I'm after. That kind of rummagey, like this is the trash. It goes back in the trash pile and makes more of a problem. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm going to say I definitely don't like this. As a scuba diver, mm. we have a do not touch yeah. rule where you don't disturb anything. You put your hand uh, like you like put your hands behind your back. Yeah. Or we taught we learned this together in our little. Yeah, Dive, hands off like, the merchandise. Class. And then you have to, you like re- just use your fingertips to maybe hold on to the sand or any, as little as you can possibly touch. And we know that a lot of animals have now attached themselves or created homes in things that we leave under the ocean, cans, like all this. And now you're going to go rip up their makeshift reefs. Fuck off. Mm-hmm. Leave it. Well, because if you found something buried, you know, it might be dirty, but it's manageable. Whereas when these people do it, this stuff is slimy and rusty yeah. and disgusting. So they don't really have a lot of incentive to cart it, cart it in their vehicle Got or whatever. It. Yeah. Um, one, I like it. One thing everybody ought to do if they're not into magnet fishing is <laughs> get therapy. And oh, definitely. Maybe <laughs> some of the people who are magnet fishing need to yeah, get therapy. Good point. Yeah. And thanks to the good people at BetterHelp, you can get yes. therapy from the comfort of your home or wherever you may be. be. And you can access them, you know, 24 hours a day. You can send a message whenever your heart wants. And it's so much more convenient for people, maybe if you have a weird schedule or if you feel intimidated. Yes. Therapy that works around you. Yeah. And BetterHelp has licensed professionals that specialize in all the things that concern you, relationships and grief and depression, anxiety. I love that you can be very picky about what you're looking for. You want a specific uh, gender. You want them to be um, uh, competent in cultural considerations or you want them to have like diversity considerations. Definitely. Yeah, coming there's right the up. Search. Yep, coming mm-hmm. right up. No problem. You can pick just what Older, you want. Older, younger. Mm-hmm. And it's so convenient. And 
affordable, and we want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash brain candy. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash brain candy. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so magnet fishing, super weird, but if you're going to do that, at least take your crap and deal yeah, with it. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I like it anymore. Yeah. It's not mind. ideal. I feel like the only what I don't like is the blind dragging something up from the bottom. It feels mm-hmm. very disruptive. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. It would be the same as if there were a treasure chest and a bunch of vines had grown all around it and you just ripped it yeah. and then just ripped all the I'd be like, "Oh, at least, like, remove it the right way and make sure, it, you know. Um, so, because I feel like I, I, I don't feel the same about, like, scuba divers who are the, the people who are down there and looking for this treasure underneath. And I feel like they can see it. They know what they, but the pulling it up from the, I don't, I'm not into it. Yeah, come on now. Get a hold of yourself. I, I like, you know what? The, I'm going to go back to the original image I had in my head, which is the real life version, somehow a giant version of that adorable little game we had when we were little, where the yeah. little magnets spin in a circle with a little fish and you held on to the little teeny tiny plastic yeah. fishing pole and they would close their mouth and you would just try to like grab them. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody knows exactly what I'm talking about. Yep. Even though I'm doing a terrible, very loosey goosey job explaining it. Yeah. The end. Yeah. It's not as charming game. as that. Okay, next up, Lincoln and I used to do just like the trashy version of that, which is just like cutting it out of paper and putting tape on the back and then just, you know, using a string and a stick. You didn't even have to buy anything plastic. You can just DIY it. I love that. Um, Okay, so I was reading about this medical thing that I wasn't aware of and I wanted to debate it with you. Oh, I love a debate. Apparently, there is a... If you are a person who needs a liver transplant, um, if that is because of alcohol. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. If you're you know, an alcoholic and your liver is shot and you need a new one, they for... <laughs> down the hatch, we, Sarah and I are imbibing right now. Yeah. Um, they require a six-month waiting period in which you are required to be sober. To demonstrate your commitment to taking better care of yourself and that this liver isn't going to like go to waste or whatever. Right. Okay. So at first blush, this kind of seems intuitive and makes good sense that if you're going to go to all the trouble and cost of a organ transplant, you ought to demonstrate your commitment. Right. right. But then the article pointed out that we do not require this of like other diseases like, oh. you know, and it feels like um, a morality, like they're, they're, inter- they're injecting morality into healthcare. Mm. And so they said, like, for example, diabetics, like, let's say it was because of your lifestyle that you're diabetic, whatever you might need. But do they have to, are there any requirements as far as maintaining a certain, like, Getting a like a, a weight within control, like if people notice, doctors notice that you are, I don't know, maybe gaining weight at a rate that was rapid, that they would say, you know, we've got to have you stable in 
maintenance of I do know that with um, gastric bypass, you yeah. do have to lose a certain percentage of your body fat beforehand. Yeah. So that would yeah. be true for that. But like and they I said, about lungs and smoking. I, this is going to sound dumb, but is a lung transplant? Now, I, as soon as I said it, I thought I. I I, think I don't it is. know. I, I, you know what? I don't fucking know either. We're gonna have to Google that. <laughs> well, um, and it, but it said like sex, sexually transmitted diseases. You don't have to sign anything saying like I'm not gonna have um, unprotected sex anymore in order to be treated. What anybody's getting? A not tre- for a transplant, oh, oh, right, but just right, for like right. treatment, medical right. care. Treatment. But because oh. they were saying that half of the people that need these liver transplants die waiting for that window to. Right. And that does seem right. cruel to me. Right. And that they said that the six-month sobriety, the people that achieve that and then get the um, transplant, it's yeah. not predictive that they will continue to be sober. So it doesn't right. actually it's just prove. The box of like, right. Yeah. So for uh, maybe me, they're just neat. But could you imagine if you were the mother of a child who was on that list and some guy who's 45, 50, who has cirrhosis of the liver... And already lost, like that's what happened the first time around. Mm-hmm. And your baby did, uh, that would just be, uh, it's awful. It's all bad. It's, <sighs> well, cause, um, just from my own experience, my dad, he essentially got sick because he was a smoker and, yeah continued smoking even when he was on dialysis and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I could have gone and seen if my kidney would have been a good donor, but I was unwilling to do that because I would be putting my life at risk for someone who's like not even stopped smoking. Maybe I would if he were great otherwise. Yeah. (laughs) But he was a dud in general. But I mean... I can understand the logic there of like wanting yeah. someone who will value what a big donation is. I get it is. too. Yeah. I really do. But is I it the I job? I can, can just connect to that one side more that like, I don't, oof. no matter what I come up with, uh, like try to think about is like, well, maybe they could, they could do this. Maybe they could do, it all sounds like fucked up so in at this moment just having that amount of information are you leaning more towards yeah do this the six month waiting period or you are you leaning more towards like let's not um, i think the six month waiting period really i think i because i also think uh that addiction and alcoholism is a disease you have to self-diagnose you have to say that i am this in order and like start working on it. So I think that anything that uh, pushes forward the process in, um, I don't know, kind of like admitting that you are, it's like step one mm-hmm. of the, you know, 12 steps. Yeah. I think you have to do that in order to commit to those six months and I think in that six that I think that's a really even if it's not lasting like if it if it doesn't stick 
Mm-hmm. I think that six months is very um, beneficial for more than just getting your kidney healthy or get it like like proving that you can keep your liver keep proving you can keep your liver healthy or whatever it is i guess the thing that that gets me is that half the people die waiting that feels sad that yeah because especially the, because <sighs> the sobriety is not a predictor of long-term sobriety right, the six months right. and then just that yeah i don't know I saw a TED Talk years ago. I'm going to have to do a little digging and find it. But it was, I think it was a TED, or it was a documentary or something, or somewhere I saw something that they were these college students, med students maybe, who had developed an app or program, I think it was an app, to connect donors, potential donors with people who are on the registry. And the way that they, the thing that they used for inspiration, because we love a good animal inspiration story, was the pheromones in ants and how ants communicate in a group and how information is shared and how ants use... There, I, I mean, I don't know the details. I'm going to have to go back and look. But it was something along the lines of like, we don't, the ants don't get together and have a meeting and say, well, you do this and you do this and you do this. They just recognize through signals and through the pheromone scent what, who's best for which role. And those people are instantly linked and are connected. And like, it's of course, in this, they explain it way better than I'm doing now. And, um, so yeah, so it's like I feel like that that this I don't I would love to know what happened with that or if that's being used or if that was like something that was just a you know because it, it seems like the 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 problem that the big <clears throat> kink in the chain here is the speed in which people who are on the registry are getting the. I think there are enough people who are donating their bodies now that we got these things floating around. It's just getting them to the from the the donor to the recipient. So you and feel like them. the real issue isn't these waiting lists or whatever. It's the availability of the. Uh, oh, that organs. was it. Okay, so it were it's something along something like. So your say your dad is in the hospital. Like your dad needs a transplant. You may not be a match, but you're willing to donate a kidney or liver, whatever it is. What is it? Kidney or liver? I don't even um, fucking know. In what this case, it's a, li- <laughs> it's a liver. My dad's liver. A I'm kidney. like, which one can you do? Okay, <laughs> right. I'm like, can you do both? Can you do it? Like, I can't remember. So say you need to go donate a kidney. You might not be a match for your dad, but you are saying, I am willing um, to donate. Oh, yeah, you trade. I am a match, match for yeah. somebody else. Yeah. And then that guy maybe has a relative who needs a match, but he's not a match for him, but he's a match for somebody else. And so it, it can it does real quick algorithm work of like you go with it you go with them you go with them and yeah. then we all do the surgery and boom 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 oh my god I get goosebumps talking about it because it's like I don't know yeah. what but yeah I hope it's, it's a real inspiring thing and they're doing great I, no yeah. I I yeah. do think that there that is something that happens and you can donate your kidney whether you have someone you know I mean hey if yeah. you're into that take all my parts 
right I now? I want all of them to go. Not now. <laughs> I need them for a while. For, like, for a long time. I'm going to live here. for a long time. No. T- I'm keeping them. Afterwards, uh, yes. Be an organ donor. Afterwards, I, afterwards I take all of them and then study this brain. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> for no Brains. reason. Well, and another thing everybody should do is try out KiwiCo. These boxes are so cute. And they have um, these boxes for kids of all ages, but... Yeah, they have different grown-up ones now. I, I like crafty ones, just so you know. Sarah's like, and there's nothing weird about it. No, not at all. And you can get this for yourself, and then you can just do fun things once a month. And that's fine, and nobody will judge you. Well, <laughs> but I want to encourage people, if you're thinking about gifts, gifts for the holidays... Because, you know, the supply chain shenanigans, it's getting complicated. Yeah. But they have a panda crate that is so cute for little, little bubbles. Um, and it is so fun to get because it's a subscription box and it's filled with playful, open-ended activities for your baby. And it's so hard so to buy. Cute. It's so cute. Whenever Lincoln had his first Christmas, we got him bath toys. Because you want something that like, but they won't remember, so it's silly. So you're like, what can I get that like I'll love to play with? And the Panda Crate is such such a great option. Um, Your baby receives a new crate filled with two months worth of products and content every other month. It's so cute. What a great um, service. And it helps. What I love is the Maker Kit. (laughs) You're like confessing slowly. No. It basically, like, you know when you see all those cute DIY projects on Instagram and Pinterest and stuff, and you're like, oh, I would love to do that, but I don't want to buy yeah. $95 worth Pipe of craft cleaners. supplies yeah. and to, in order to do this? Yeah. They sent, they're, right. they're like, we, we got you. You want to <laughs> yeah. do a cute little rainbow, like, um, what are they called? It, like, almost looks like a rug. Like, it's, like, shag. Oh, yeah. Like, what is that you know called? I mean? Yes. I know that. those. Yeah. Oh, they're so stinking cute. Mm-hmm. They're like, here's exactly what you need. Boom. Done. Is that needlepoint? No. What yeah, are those? like that. I know what you mean, though. Um, mm-hmm. But this mm-hmm. is great for infants and toddlers. Such a great gift. Build a foundation for early learning this holiday season with Panda Crate from KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month on any crate line with code BRAINCANDY at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at KiwiCo.com, promo code BRAINCANDY. And like I said, it's great for all ages, not just babies. Punch needle. That's, that's it. Yes. Yes, yes. You yes. make a punch needle pillow. You know how I mean, like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Moving Macrame on. plant holder. Oh, I'm thinking of all the fun stuff. I'm make. Um. Okay. What do I want to talk about? Okay. How about how the Vienna Tourist Board started an OnlyFans? But it's super. Tell cool. me more. It's super like, cool. I want to sign up. It's, I know. I was like, that sounds great. Vienna, Vienna is, is like hot. literally the most beautiful city I have ever seen. I'm jealous that you've been there. It was. I need to go there. And I said in my mind, you have to come back here. Like, I was only there for like two days. It wasn't enough. Let's go. Let we need a trip for together. Real. Like for fucking real. We have taken one trip together. That is so true. That's it. I was just talking to my siblings. Well, no, we went to we went to Dolly World. Oh yeah, yeah. we went to Dollywood and we went to Brazil. Dollywood, I always say. Dolly yeah, world. equally as magical, both yeah. of them. Um, to me, it's the world. Did I tell you how my my house 
cleaners, the people that come every so often to, to tidy up our fucking mess. Um, they're from Brazil. And uh-huh. Oh, do you get to practice do us to all yes? <laughs> no, Sarah. I do not even act like I know what they're saying. You it are is- the worst. <laughs> Why are you like this? I need to talk to my therapist about it because it is ridiculous. You speak Portuguese. Adam will be like, well, just tell them. I'm like... <laughs> No, I can't. <laughs> this is you. You should have seen her. Nothing. I was like, I don't understand. Okay. You know how? How? I mean, I'm sure there are things I do where you're like, I don't get how you can be on television, do this, and then act, and then think this. You, you are. It's my so kryptonite. Outgoing and and have no problem talking to anybody in English. You <laughs> change the language, and all of a sudden, Susie, you've never seen somebody look more terrified to do anything it's like i asked her to like lick the bottom of that person's shoe yeah she's like no i could i would never like or like you know get naked and run across the parking lot or something i'm like Suze, i asked you to ask them for a glass of water (laughs) can we have the check and then she refused so i had to learn how not learn probably knows more portuguese now i did my i did my famous uh international signal Check, please. We want the check. The check, please, of like a scribble in the air. Because Susie would get so nervous anytime the check came. She would just look at me and be like, do the thing. Like, yeah. Do- you, hang on. <laughs> okay. Well, you. anyway, the Vienna Tourist Board started an OnlyFans because they had fucking had it with um, art being censored on social media. And so they post <gasps> fine Good! art. Nude oh, art. hell yeah. I want to join their OnlyFans. Me too. I'm like, this might Dude. be my first OnlyFans. And actually, that's kind of a really fun brag. Which oh, yeah. Part? I'm, oh. I, that I, I, I on joined OnlyFans. OnlyFans that like I'm subscribing to somebody's OnlyFans. Oh, really? What kind? Well, the Vienna, Vienna Tourist Board. Yes. That's <laughs> yeah, fucking funny. Apparently. Can you buy a subscri- gift a subscription to that? That would also be a hilarious gift to give somebody. That is brilliant. I'm writing that down. Write that down. That's a really funny gift. Yeah, because, and it would be really cool, and I'm sure you'd learn a lot, because they're fed up with how... So funny. This, you know, social media has these rules about breasts, yeah. basically women being naked, and it's how it's pornographic. And there are some exceptions, like Instagram lets you breastfeed, and TikTok... It just says in their terms... They um, don't let you do anything. They, they'll take down a video f- if they just think you're... They even put up suggested. a warning on mine for rock climbing. Wow. They were like, this is dangerous activity. Perform at your own risk. And I was like, hey, You have yeah, got to got be kidding warning. me. <laughs> you're so happy. I like it was a badge of honor. I was like, yeah. Yes. Don't try this at home, motherfuckers. And so a lot of times, whoever is flagging it is really... It's just... Artificial intelligence, so it yeah. it mis- it's a mistake, but it doesn't yes. matter because you still get censored, right. and there's no way to contact customer service, as we all right. know. On these, I platforms. follow this wonderful uh, gal who's a sculptor, and she sculpts very lifelike, small models of really voluptuous woman women, and they're beautiful, and they're so cool, and they'll always have like uh, anatomically correct details of like hair and. She gets flagged and taken down so much, and then she also always posts like the the flags and the thing and how they're like, see how they do this, and it's always around bodies that people are like, we don't want to see that, and yeah. that's stupid, and I hate it because I all everybody's beautiful. Yeah, I was just reading about that how 
um, larger bodies. Yeah. And also bodies of color, yeah. girls, get sexualized earlier than thin oh. white girls because we oh. just decide if you have any kind of shape, oh, then right. that means sex, even if they're really yeah. young. And that is... Well, we did this to Jessica Simpson. Well, that's a good point. Yeah. But yeah. it is far more common to happen with oh, black for sure. bodies. Oh, absolutely. She was like just the example. Like, well, and how terrible is that? That my mind, this happened. Oh my god, I see what just happened there. That we are talking about how it happens to well, disproportionately. Women of color I mean, it happens to any. And the yeah. example that my mind comes up with, because that is the example the media has used. Yeah. Even though we know that it happens disproportionately. Yeah. To people of color? Yeah. My brain defaulted to the example that is pervasive in well, the media. Yeah. Well, because the ones that it happens more to, they kind of expect it and they're used to oh, it. God. Like yeah. fat bodies and um, uh, black and brown bodies. But yeah. when a, it happens to a white person, it's like, can you believe oh, can she's you believe 10? sexualized this young girl? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Totally true. The Vienna Tourist Board... The badasses that they are, they're protesting the censorship and they're saying like these artificial intelligence usages of censorship are ridiculous, but also yeah. wrong. Like this is art. This isn't yeah. human bodies, whatever. Right. For real. And so I think that's a clever And little- I think art is a fantastic way to teach about human bodies and make people comfortable with human bodies so that we can talk in, and we had a very, very good um, brain candy documentary club discussion this month um, on similar subjects, but becoming comfortable with talking about the names of parts, Mm -hmm. becoming comfortable with seeing in an appropriate way, these parts. Yeah. Desexualizes and and takes away maybe some of the taboo of talking about it that is absolutely helpful when we need children to have the language around sex and their body parts should they be victimized. Mm-hmm. Right. And even just becoming comfortable talking about that gives them the language. So if something were to happen, they could say, hey... I was touched in that same place. Yeah. Whatever it may be or anything like that, you know, just, I think that, I think I, I'd be interested to see, I bet this has been done. What are, what are the rates of sexual assault or maybe even like child, like child sexual assault, whatever it may be in reporting. I wonder if reporting is higher or lower with, um, censorship, uh, and exposure to, um, Oh, uh, what would we call them? Like anatomically correct? Yes. You know, because Language. like in Europe, it is no big deal to see boobs on the on a commercial or on TV. It's not a fucking thing. Hmm. And so like my little brothers, when they got to the beaches of Europe, were like, Ooga, ooga! They could they couldn't even control themselves. I look at all the other little boys who are the, and they don't they could care less about their Yeah, like, it's mm. no big whoop. Couldn't care less. Yeah, we're super weird. Uh, we were, I was talking to my friends because they were their kids are like teenagers, and they were talking about how, you know, like it, you know, something will come on TV and you feel weird and like oh, I still feel weird with my mom 
when things yeah, come on TV. I mean, I get it. And and then we were saying like, well, you know, maybe if you start really young describing sex and he's like, it's not the sex that's hard to describe, like how to make a baby. That's easy. It's trying to explain to like a 12-year-old why people are horny. Like the passion is the part where yeah. you're like, well, they like really like it. To say like, here's how babies made is different than yeah. saying, here's why people well, are all over. I'll each tell other. you, the best thing I ever, the best response I ever heard was from uh, Sway, from Sway in the Morning, from MTV, like MTV Sway. Yeah, I remember um, him. He, yeah, he and I hung out for a minute and like we're friends. And he has a daughter, at the time, she was, I think, 13 years old or so. And he was on a talk show and, and he was asked on the, I want to say he was on like, I can't remember what talk show it was, but he was asked about how he talks to his daughter about sex. Like it was like, oh my gosh, 13, that must be hard. You're having those conversations. And what he said was one of the best things I could ever remember anybody saying to their kid or explaining it. And I'm like, you perfectly summarized it. He said, when she, she asked about it. And I feel comfortable sharing the story since he shared it on television. So, um, because uh, I always feel bad when I'm like talking about somebody's kid and how they say about like whatever. Uh, that's just like the therapist in me. So he said uh, that she asked, like she said, well, you know, some of my friends said it feels really good, and that was really hard because you are like, yeah, it does. And but then there's so much other stuff that comes with it. He said. Sex can be one of the best things if you are in the in mentally ready for it and you are with the right person. Or it could be one of the worst things if you are not ready for it or with the wrong person. Amen. And I thought that was such a perfect way to summarize it because it's saying that you have to be selective. It's saying that it's not... You shouldn't just be It's not seeking. always great. It's not always great. You shouldn't be like going at, like chasing that, that feeling because it's not going to be like, oh, where it's just a roll of the dice and it like, you know, and it was so simple. And I felt like for a child that give, they, they would ask the right follow-up questions to that. Mm-hmm. It's not giving out too much information. Mm-hmm. You can then talk about, um, what kind of things go into relationships where it would feel good? What kind of things make somebody ready? How do you talk about, how do you know when you are ready? How do you know when you're not ready? And I feel like from that answer, so many, I just remember hearing that and being like, I'm going to fucking put that one in my back pocket. Yeah. That is the best thing I ever heard for how to answer that. Yeah. You kind of do have to be ready for it. Cause even we were watching shark tank the other night. We love watching that with link and, yeah. um, one of the products they were promoting was a some sort of lingerie. And as soon as it came on, I'm like, oh, nuts. Oh, and I'm like, sake, right? we aren't going to watch this because we don't really want to hear about their underpants. So, you know, yeah. whatever. But I know for some parents, it can be hard to even say, yeah, we're not going to watch gonna. this and here's why. Like they just That's sit good. there in this terror yeah, <laughs> where they're like, oh, no, what is he going to think? <sighs> and yeah. But well, I think the best thing to do is just talk about those feelings. Yeah. Doesn't it feel weird to watch people talk about underwear? Yeah, but we're yeah, weird. You that's and I. why we wait to do that. And we don't talk about that with people until. Yeah, that's private. You that's know. private. 
That's it. But you and I are unusual in our candor. A lot of people aren't really used to saying these things out loud. (laughs) So it's more like... This no. is what I practice with my clients. This yeah. is another example of congruent communication. Yeah. This this is the this fall and to me is is, is similar is the same thing of like uh, the story I always go back to that because multiple people have reached out to me and referenced this story and said, "Oh my god, that made me change how I saw things and I totally had a conversation with my partner about it." When I said that I always worried about making the bed with Landon and like making sure the bed was made. And then one day I just asked and I got so like, I, I gave, I felt so guilty when I didn't make the bed. Like, oh my God, he's walking by thinking like, oh my God, you didn't make the bed. And it was like this task I had assigned myself and created all this anxiety around it and felt like whatever it was. And then one day I asked him, I said, D- does it bother you when I don't make the bed or like when and he must have said something when we first started dating. Yeah. Because this is how that things start. That made you believe. Where he said, you know, I love yeah. how you make the bed every morning. Right. Like that. It feels, it's so nice and whatever. And I got it in my head. This is your job. And then I did it for a certain amount of time. And it must have received some kind of reward in my brain yeah. for that. And it was reinforced enough to where after 10 years, I was like, this is my job. And then I asked him, I said, you know, do you, does that ever bother you? And he looked at me like I was crazy. Yeah. And he said, I can say in with 100% certainty that I have never once thought about making the bed or how you make the bed or all of that. And I was like, I realized in that moment how much fucking time I had <laughs> wasted in the living in the anxiety, like talk about, you know, you think, what do they say? A hot dog takes like 30 minutes off your life or some shit like that, or three days or whatever. (laughs) The stress of that did, it took at least mm, six months to a year. Yeah. Right. For nothing. Thinking about that for nothing. So if you just, and I love to blame our, our dumb brain or blame like the automatic brain. So I'll be like, okay, I don't think this, but like my automatic thoughts brain is saying that you think it's that you care that I, um, I don't know, have a handful of chocolate chips in, in bed as a snack. No, I literally have never thought about that one time. If we just say these things and get them out in the open, oh, freedom, freedom. Yeah, I'm all for that. Say it. So. Yeah, do it, people. I don't even remember what we were saying to well, begin with. Well, let's wind but... it down. We're over. Oh, already? Yeah. Man, we I have been in a chatty mood these past few episodes. I don't know what this is. We learned about um, Sarah hating turtlenecks. Or Susie's love of turtlenecks. But maybe <laughs> I'm open to turtlenecks. <laughs> I think it's time we'll you revisited them. I think so, too. Yeah, let's try it out. Try. The woman is mad about Pop-Tarts. But I'm fine yeah. with it, yeah. depending on her intention. We have more questions. Yeah, because if if the rule is, because I don't know the law, but if the rule is like the name has to fall into some sort of parameters, mm-hmm. then maybe she has a fair case. Mm-hmm. But I'm fine with apples and pears. I don't know what her big fucking problem is. And I feel like they're taking a lot of liberties with that s'mores <laughs> flavor then if you're gonna do because that to call that s'mores is a crime 
Yeah, a lot of companies will have to change the names of things if this yeah. is a problem. Anybody's eating some more Pop-Tarts. No, tell like, you what we're not, not really into is magnet fishing and their no. littering. No, we're not into that. Oh, my God. You know I, I know. I hate littering. Yeah. It's the fucking worst. Why do I hate it so much? It's fine. Well, it's something to explore another Someday. day. <laughs> and then we debated, like, the ethics of organ donation. Oh, my God. This has really been all over the place. We're very important. Yeah. We're talking about very important things. And then we talked about, you know, human sexuality and having the talk with your kids. Yeah. Oh, I would love to hear how you guys have talked about that. Mm. Is it something you pepper in? Have you been dreading it? Just whenever it comes up, I just answer stuff. But he hasn't really dived in yet. So I'm like, maybe I need to... Maybe I need to be more aggressive. Well, and I'm I I love that you answered, but also I was talking to you like them oh. listening. Oh, okay. The collective you. The collective you. I mean, I want to hear your answer too. I was, but I had, I don't want people listening does. to think that I don't want to hear theirs. You know what's crazy? And is- I would love because I kind of already knew what the answer to yours was. I have just recently started thinking though about how. He's going to, like, when I'm dead, probably listen to all these as, like, oh, I miss my mom. I'll just put her show on, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. like I don't know. So, fine. Yeah, but then I was like, oh, no. He's going to wonder why I said he was average in episode two, <gasps> 204. <laughs> he will. You know, well, you know what? No. He's going to... That average is just... My mom used to say, listen, my son's going to en- either end up in jail or the CEO well, of a company. To me, so she said, yeah. To me, said this was an things. example so of that fine. four agreements where it's like nothing's personal because that wasn't yeah. actually about him. It's about my distaste for parents who act like their kids are perfect and better than they are. So right. I like correct it by being like, he's yeah. average. He's a normal person. And he's going to agree with you when you do that. And... and, and don't worry, Aunt Sarah is on there <laughs> to be like, no, I played. Um, yeah, uh, that's what the hell true. game did I play with him? The Lots. flip you over one game that I can't. Memory. The match one memory game that, you that don't I gave know him. The name of it. I know, and I'm that, uh, the, the irony. Don't think it, it was not lost on me in that moment. <laughs> yes. um, uh, and he was so good at that, and I was like, Suze, you got a genius kid right here." And you were like, "He is not." Well, so you just yeah. keep him humble, it's and more I build about- him up. Yeah, like quit acting like your kid's great. Everybody's great at something, but nobody's great at everything, so can it? Correct. Um, Anyway. Except me. All right, we got to go. I love you. All right. Love you. Bye. Bye.